0: While Beauty Lab & Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions.
1: Hello and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind the scenes podcast from Beauty Lab & Laser. I apologize that I'm kind of laughing, but as I was saying the intro... Dre was mouthing the (laughs) words that she wanted me to say. I didn't even realize I was doing it. I'm well aware that Dre is the more competent and um, action-oriented partner, but still sometimes I wish she'd have a little faith in my ability to get my one-line preamble out. But anyway, I'm Heather. I'm one of the owners of Beauty Lab. I'm joined by my dear friend and business partner, Dre. The other owner, and also
0: apparently the... The coach, the the, coach, the 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 Geppetto behind
1: the behind the puppet. Sorry about that, Heather. She's pulling all the strings, guys. What would you like me to say next? Together, we are are together. All right, Geppetto and. I'll
0: be a real boy. Well, um, today it's just us, just us two girls. Um, We've had some awesome guests on the last few podcasts. And, um, but as we
1: listened to the podcast, we thought, you know what? <laughs> that's, just, that's,
0: that's just enough from them. You know what I like most It's just from you and me. Just kidding. <laughs> well, we just have had like so many good conversations lately, and now I feel like the line is like save it for the save it for the podcast, yeah. save it for the podcast. Like don't don't talk about it yet. You know we got to get it on recording. Yeah, right?
1: like don't waste the pretty. Because yes. we talk about, this is really just an extension of our own lives and our own friendship and partnership, but um, it's, don't you love, just a side note, whenever I introduce Dre, I've been saying, this is my partner, and because, you know, I'm divorced and single, they assume that I've now switched teams, <laughs> and that I have a partner, if you know what I mean, like air quote partner.
0: No, real talk, we actually
1: had a, And their reactions are crazy. No, it's but, so funny, because we remember we were at, uh, where were we? Well, we were just recently at Nordstrom, like a week ago. And I said, this is my partner, Dre. And I went, oh, what <laughs> hell? I mean, business partner.
0: I had someone one time ask us, how long have you been together? And I was like, well, oh, we're not together. Like, we're business partners. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then he covered and was like, oh, no, no, that's what I meant. I meant, like, how long have you guys been doing business together? Just like, it started out, what started out as friendship <laughs> has
1: grown stronger. <laughs> I only wish I had the strength to let it show. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are many. business partners. Yes. And we don't mean business time business. We mean just like... Just business. Just business. But also,
0: best of all friends and soulmates. Soulmates. <clears throat> so, um, we wanted to talk today about something that we always bring up on every podcast that I recently got called out uh, for
1: by my therapist. Shout out to Lee. Shout out, Lee. Thanks for devastating (laughs) our entire mission (laughs) statement as business partners and our hope for the future.
0: (laughs) So we talk a lot about MacTube and sliding doors and kind of things being meant to be, uh, stars aligning. And the other day, something like horrible had happened in my life. A a vacation got canceled. And um, I was upset about it, and I was saying to Lee, you know, I, why did this happen? Why? I feel like the universe has let me down. And he was like, yeah, okay, this is called apophenia. (laughs) (laughs) And you do this. And Heather, what is apophenia?
1: Well, apophenia is you and me. Apophenia is the experience of seeing meaningful patterns or connections in random or meaningless data. Yeah. So Lee was like, I'm sorry, your vacation got canceled, but also it's just something that happened. And it's, meanwhile, we're, like, looking up riptides, hurricane yes, uh-huh. warnings, sharks. Like, why couldn't you be in that location for yes. that time period? Why did it have to be ripped out from under you? No, and
0: I kept saying, there has to be something that I, I you know, I, I guess I wasn't supposed to go. I guess I needed to be here for something. And Lee's whole thing was like, yeah, you just got to live your life and, like, who cares? Like, it's it's something that happened. Move on. And, um, and we're, we were not settled with that I, I response. W- yeah, I was like, Lee... You're fired.
1: Just kidding. You're not. I can. I love you. Well, it's because <laughs> Mac, t- Mac tube, meaning it is written yeah. or assuming like this divine destiny is really one of our biggest coping mechaniz- mechanisms. Excuse yes. me. Yeah. Um Like we talk about a lot. Like if something is out of our control or we're feeling powerless or we're feeling, um, you know, we're feeling frantic about trying to manhandle the, you know, the circumstances of our life. Right. One of the most soothing things Dre can say to me is, it's MAC tube. Like, we're gonna, you know, we'll make a shit pie out of shit, <laughs> or, you know, or like well, whatever we, it's we gonna be. We say do.
0: all the time, let's MAC tube this, let's MAC tube this. Like, when we're feeling powerless, like something
1: is out of our control, we surrender. We surrender you know? to it and uh, hope that there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. Or even if it's a pot of shit,
0: just like, um, <laughs> In Slumdog Millionaire, do you remember like one of the very first scenes? It's the little boy and he wants to go see the movie star, and it's in India, and he's this like crazy Indian movie star, and the little boy ends up like crawling up through the porta potty. Yeah, remember? through the
1: porta potty to and, see him, and it's so gross because the door's locked, so he has to crawl down through the hole yes. and like walk through the sewage, crawl through the sewage. Yeah, and oh, it is oh hor- it's, it's like actually it's an, giving it's me such that a gross scene. Right I now. it's
0: such a gross scene, but. You know, that's the pot of shit that ended up l- allowing him to answer the question in the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Indian version game show, right?
1: Right. So that, it, that was like absolutely MAC Tube, like a no pun intended shitty experience lend itself to something great down the line. And you yes. couldn't see the meaning of it then. Yes. But you see the meaning of it in hindsight. Correct. But apophenia would be kind of us clawing for the meaning without seeing the end. Yeah, or, or that there is no meaning. Or there is no meaning. But I think that we are willing to surrender to that was just like a horrible thing with no meaning. Like mm-hmm. we can recognize, it, not even in our own lives, but our friends' lives or other people's lives, like, you know, that just was horrible. That was yeah. just life, Yep. you know, screwing us, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, and is it is there, obviously, I mean, I like to think that there's both. That there... Is mac tube,
1: and there's also apophenia, right? Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean th- that's what I think. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I see, actually, ap- I don't know. Well, it's kind of like balance in all things, and certainly our destinies are written. But that doesn't mean we're going to just sit on a pillow, and and get wait there. for our destiny to yeah. reach us. You know, like you know
0: that it's funny that you say that because I, when I was in school, I had this Arabic teacher, and he was Muslim and from from the Middle East, and he he and I talked actually a lot about the concept of Inshallah. And um, so I studied Arabic in college and um, studied a lot about Islam. And he became such a great resource for me. And he, that was a, a part of the religion that he really struggled with. And the concept of Inshallah is it's God willing in Arabic. And it's basically just, it's fate, it's destiny, it's, things happen because god either wants it to or not wants it he doesn't want it to and where he struggled was he was like i see a lot of like laziness i see you know he's like i've had students say i didn't do my homework because inshallah Inshallah." (laughs) inshallah he didn't will it so i just didn't do it and it really kind of bugged him and i i always found that really interesting and and I think that there is something to be said for that. Like, I loved the piece of it where it was, it's the ultimate humility. Yeah, the ultimate surrender yeah. to, to a
1: greater power, yeah, to a higher a greater source. power yeah. and, I,
0: and I loved that. But then I can also see that shadow side of it where it's
1: like, you know, then you have zero responsibility. It doesn't, well, yeah. you can't do anything because it's not up to me. Yeah, because if, if, if it is tube then let's go on a vacation. Right? <laughs> you know, I know. If this MacTube, let's give ourselves a big break. Yeah. Because it'll ultimately be written, and it's our destiny. Yeah. But? But I feel like we are slumdog millionaire MacTube. So this is my question to you. Okay. MacTube is an Arabic principle in Proverb too. Yes. So how does MacTube fit with Inshallah? It's one and the same. It really is. To them, it's okay. It,
0: it's not one and the same, but it is very connected right it's I mean it's God willing versus meant to be you
1: right. know
0: it's almost a I wouldn't say it's a religious versus secular because it's not because inshallah and Maktoub are both very spiritual mm-hmm. um but
1: I, yeah I don't know it's it's hard to it, it's hard to articulate I guess I don't know and I guess I would ask Lee Oh, he did say his name. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Lee Olson. Hey, you can check him out. TherapistLee.com. He's amazing. Lee, Lee, Lee. Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee. Oh, Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee. Um, so I would ask him, why is apophenia detrimental? Like, why is it bad for us to search to find meaning in meaningless data? I mean, I think he saw me spinning out. Okay. And
0: I, the fact that this bad thing had happened... Had me in a tailspin because then I started
1: like asking myself why, and and it was yeah. consuming me. Well, you're looking for kind of the end for the for the the hindsight to see this huge oh, wave of pain. Okay. Like, yeah. why don't you give a little background? Because it really was a meaningless thing that happened. Like, her vacation didn't get canceled because of a conflict or a responsibility or an obligation. Like, why was your yeah. vacation it canceled? It
0: was. It was absolutely bizarre. We had booked the, all of the tickets. But the three kids' tickets, so the three adults, were all of the tickets were fine. The three kids' tickets had been manually voided three days after they were booked. And so because they weren't canceled, we never got an email saying, like, these tickets had been canceled. So we had seat assignments. We had confirmation, everything. And the tickets had literally been voided. And Delta never even actually, like, really found out who had done it, how that had happened, and they've been over backwards, and they were, Delta was great,
1: um, you know, but compensating the, us for that, but it was very, very weird. It was totally disrupted. They were at the airport at, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. with three small children. Had taken a, an Uber early yeah. in the morning. Pa- it bags was, packed, ready to get on an international flight, and there were only three tickets, and the flights were oversold. Yeah. like so the vacation the, was canceled. Absolutely canceled. <laughs> yeah. And... That And, you know, f- there were a lot of reasons
0: that I felt like that vacation was supposed to happen, quote-unquote supposed to, yeah. meant to happen. mac tube, And, and <laughs> it didn't happen. And so then I was, like, overthinking, like, and I absolutely was overthinking.
1: I was just... Well, you were trying to bring resolution to it. Like, okay, if this was a Mac-tube meant to be vacation that was going to be essential in my progress as a human being, and yes. my family, etc., then whatever purpose or meaning got it canceled had to be bigger and greater than that so we want to know what that was yeah like was it a riptide that would take one of your children out to sea you know was right. it food poisoning that would render you miserable yeah or was there sick? something I could was thinking, the plane gonna crash yeah you is know? there
0: something that's gonna happen at beauty lab that I you know need to be that I yeah it. I'm gonna be yeah exactly but what Lee was saying is he was like no move on quit thinking about it because I was It was consuming It was consuming you. And that's not healthy. It was not healthy for me. I couldn't see a bright side of it. And maybe had I had something happened, I could have just, okay, it's resolved and I could have moved on.
1: So I don't know. Well, I think we all do this, right? We all try to find meaning in our life that makes horrible things palatable. Yes. And tolerable. Yes. And I think you're also coming off of the trailings of, it was just one week after my horrible crisis where you consoled me by saying it's tube and that was literally the only thing that kept me from, you know, yeah. pure <laughs> Yosemite Sam steam coming out of my ears. So our daughters were leaving for an international trip, and the day before the flight, I just like thought, oh, I better check the passport drawer to make sure her passport's there, and lo and behold, like kind of a random occurrence. I mean, if you don't know how I live, which is in pure chaos, but there were... Th- all My passport and my two daughters' passports were there. And then the daughter leaving on the trip, her passport was missing. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. And so in, for the next 24 hours, I ripped the house apart, literally finally finding it in, like, a bag within a bag within a bag within yeah. the lining of that bag. That you'd already looked
0: in. That, that I'd you already had had looked in, most, in
1: the secret pocket. The secret lining pocket, yeah. which is where I put it to be very, very safe.
0: (laughs) But in that 24 hours, how many times did you and I have the conversation, surrender? So, I mean, like, because I had had another passport thing happen too, same trip, um, where I was trying to renew my daughter's passport and I was waiting on my ex-husband and, like, it was just this whole shit show. And, like, I was literally driving down the freeway saying... Surrender, surrender, <laughs> surrender. And
1: then you went through it and you were doing the same thing. Yeah. And like, it was such comfort to me. I mean, I was losing my mind. I felt like a bad mom, an irresponsible human. I had I felt deep, deep obligation to all of the other people in the trip on the trip that had planned and allotted for her to go. I felt absolute, you know, deep obligation to your daughter that was going, like, she what's she supposed to do? Go alone? Is she going to miss right. out? Because right. this was a contingency. They were going together, these two 16-year-olds. You know, this is yeah. their first thing. They needed to be together. And instead of, like, so I call her. I'm scared to tell her, you know, because here I was, like, supporting her and getting her passport. She's gotten hers, like, you know, Nick of prayers time. answered, yeah. basically. Like, yeah. this is kind of like unanswered prayers, right? And she, Dre, I contacted her, and she just said, listen, if you don't find it, it's, it's Mactube. We're going to tube this. Like, surrender to it. If you find it, it means she's supposed to go. And if you don't find it, it means she's not supposed to go. And f- as to a frantic mother, that brought, like, a wave of peace. And it allowed me to, like, find it and celebrate it and be so relieved. Yeah. What if you had just said, things like this always happen to you. You're so messy. Shitty You're yeah. so unorganized. Like, this is your responsibility. She's not in charge of her passport. She's 16. Find her passport. And I'm upset. Now my daughter's trip is in jeopardy. Now the entire mission's trip's in jeopardy. You know, like all the things. We have suitcase packed with donations. I mean, we were ready to go. Yeah. And so in that moment, your apophenia, I think, was Gilead's balm. You know, it made it it made it healed me. In yeah. that moment, it healed me and allowed me to like separate from the circumstances and say okay, this is a random, meaningless thing. Like, I can't find a passport, but let's give it meaning. Because yeah. otherwise life is way too hard. Yeah. So, like, I want to say to Lee, like, why is apophenia a problem? And why I th- is that bad? I think it's only a problem
0: when you're circling the drain. You okay. know what I mean? Like, when you're spinning out and it's consuming you and there's no meaning to be found. Because you can't know. And maybe, you know what, and maybe it's not apophenia. Maybe this was absolutely mac tube, and I'm just not going to know about it for 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like some dog millionaire. But here's the question. Um, you know, and we we talk about sliding doors also. And like, is sliding doors the same thing as Tube? Because I kind of think it is.
1: Yes. Okay. I think sliding doors is the same exact thing. Like, we have Gwyneth Paltrow. She is... Two meaningless things missing the train or getting on the train yes and ultimately one takes her to a life well lived but very short Mm -hmm. and the other takes her to a much longer journey of a life you know kind of through the doldrums but then the same destination she gets to meet the love of her life
0: we assume because she does she meets him in the elevator it's the very last scene right and she does see him so it's you assume, it's implied... It's implied. It's implied that he was going to cross her path anyway. It just, in that scenario, it just took a lot longer. And in the other scenario, it happened
1: much it more It happened quickly. immediately, but, but her life was cut short. Yes. So it's kind of sixes.
0: Yes. But if it was
1: tube she was going to meet him anyway.
0: It didn't matter if she made the train or not.
1: So... And you wouldn't be able to, like, she like you she wasn't thinking her whole life like why did i miss that door? why did i miss that train? Yeah, door? why she did didn't I miss even my know. train? yeah.
0: She didn't even know. And how many things are there those little things that we don't even know?
1: But then in hindsight we have, you know, hindsight's 2020. 20. Then we sure. see the ultimate destination. We see and we are like able to say, "Oh my gosh, that was beyond our control." Right. And and yeah. just kind of a inshallah. So,
0: one little example i think of that is sliding doors as well as mac Tube. so same thing, is, you know, I obviously studied Arabic, I, I studied the Middle East in college. Yeah, like, we, one might
1: say you have a fetish. <laughs> I might have a fetish. For all things, things <laughs> Arabic. Sounds very sexual, but it's not. She um, is, she sleeps with a copy of The Kite Runner. <laughs> tucked into her bosom. i do
0: love i love the middle east um i grew up in an area on the east coast that was predominantly persian and arab and so it's always been a big part of my life the culture has been I, i've i just have a lot of love and respect for for the middle east anyway so that was my dream was to go to cairo like that i i love middle eastern history um i always wanted to go to the American University in Cairo. And my first husband, John, and I, that was like our plan. We were going to go there. It was going to be amazing. We had like started the process to the point where we had applied for grants, all of these things, and then I got pregnant. And um, that really, that was a sliding door moment because it was kind of like, okay, now I have this really great thing that's my child in my life. And, you know, obviously I consider it meant to be but I always had that question of like, what could have been? Because obviously I, we didn't end up going to the Middle East. We didn't go there. I didn't want to have a baby in Egypt and <laughs> it just didn't make sense. And my life took a very different turn. I dropped out of school so that I could support my husband. Um, I worked, I, and then I got divorced and then I was this single mom and I was like, well, I'm never, I'm never like going to go. Cairo goodbye. Yeah. That's just a pipe dream. It's never going to happen. And then you know, circle back. What like eight, seven or eight years later, I was at the U. I was in Arabic, and Brady, who is my husband now, he was my Arabic partner, and he had an opportunity to go and do an internship um, in Jordan. And he convinced me. He was like, "Dre, you've you've wanted to do this. You've always wanted to do this. You really should go. You should go to Jordan." And um, you know, we weren't even together at the time. And, and he, you had a baby. How old was I, I, She was like seven. Okay. She was like, maybe she was six. And I was like, I can't go. And he really pushed me to take the opportunity to go. And I made it work, like with Elsha's dad and with my parents, my sweet mom and dad who, you know, split up the time between them. And I went. And that was like such a huge full circle for me because I was like, oh my gosh, I really did end up in Cairo. I And I remember like riding on a camel in, you know, the Pyramids of Giza with Brady and, like, just tears rolling down my face because I was like, it happened. It was Mactube. And and was that Mactube, or was it just me
1: making it happen? Or both? Or both. I mean, that is such a – I can remember that <clears> – <throat> I mean, I'm just thinking about you having that moment sitting on a camel <laughs> in Giza and feeling, like, kind of um, – well, the feeling is really. What well, I'm asking you, I guess, is that was the feeling that you had when you were sitting there, feeling like it had come full circle? Were you? Um, did it erase kind of? I'm just going to use words that might not be right, but did it erase kind of the shame and the pain of the heartache of the divorce and the and the loss of that dream? Was it like? Um, all of that was washed away because now you, the dream was realized and fulfilled. And so it kind of gave meaning to all of those things or was it, was that even a part of it? No, I don't know that it was even a part of it, to be honest. I think I was just
0: so like just soaking in the fact that like I had gotten there that none of the other stuff mattered. You know what I mean? Like it didn't matter that I went as a, you know, 27 year old instead of a 20 year old. It didn't matter that I, you know, went to the University of Jordan as opposed to the American University in Cairo. Right. Like, none of those things mattered. It didn't matter that I had gotten divorced. It definitely, like, I think it did ease my mom guilt because it was very hard for me to leave Russia, And so that helped me justify leaving her, um, which was... How long did you leave her for? um, I was there for eight weeks. So two months. And it's a long time. It's a long time to be away a from mom. your
1: six-year-old. And, and to justify it, you know, to have people not, like, shame you or, like...
0: Oh, yeah, totally. And...
1: Did you tell them that you were deployed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Did you say you were fighting for the country? <laughs> no, but, like, I, I will say, like,
1: I like to believe in Mactube. I do, too. Because it makes me feel like there is meaning. There is meaning. And I like to believe in Mactube, not in terms of, like... The roads may be different, but the destination's the same, which I understand is the definition of it. But I like the Slumdog Millionaire yes, version. Yes, I which like is, that one too. You're which- going to walk through, literally and figuratively, a lot of crap. Yep. A lot of very, very hard things that seem meaninglessly hard, meaninglessly dark, and just painful. Mm-hmm. But without those, you are not going to glean the experience and the knowledge that you need in order to get to that destination. Yeah. Similar to The Alchemist.
0: Yeah, because in The Alchemist, uh, Santiago is wanting to follow his dream and go into the desert. And the night before he is supposed to cross the border into Arabia, into the desert, he gets robbed of all of his money. So he has nothing. And so he is forced to stay in the camp in the border town, and he has to get a job. And then because he has to get a job, he ends up staying there for a year so that he'd make his money back. But during the course of that year, he learns the culture, he learns the language. And then that ultimately ends up serving him down the road when he finally does get back on his path, back to the place where he had wanted to go in the first place, which was into Arabia, into the desert. And he realizes that had he not spent that year in the border town, that he never would have learned Arabic and and had he not been robbed he
1: never would have spent the year in
0: the border exactly account. and he had to learn arabic in order to meet the people he was going to meet
1: and to get to the destination he wanted to get to okay and i'm just going to like complicate this a little bit because that is that is Maktoub, right but where his heart was was his treasure and it was there all along and it was at the at the very point that he started yes so how do we reconcile that what if you just never, What it, maybe that is inshallah, like, I'm going to sit right here because it worked <laughs> for Santiago, and I'm not going to experience all these hardships, or I'm not going to experience all these wonderful things, because if my destiny is written, then it's going to come to me sitting right here on my duff watching Netflix, as opposed to going out there, and like, I feel like we're clawing for it sometimes, we're clawing for a seat at the table, you yeah, know, for... Totally. For our vision to be realized, for our clients to get what they need. You know, we're just like, we're, we're constantly hustling. Always yeah. hustling. And if the ultimate destination is the same, then why are we? Well, I mean, what's
0: that? I'm going to just uh, dig right into my Mormon roots. Um, what It's... Uh... Faith without works? Well, faith
1: no, faith without works is dead, and that we are saved after all we can do. Yeah. So grace plays a grace grace is everything, right? Grace allows us to be restored, and but only after everything we can do. And that is truly Mormon doctrine. Yeah. Because grace is grace alone yeah. in mo- most of modern Christianity. Yeah. But Mormonism has the component of after all we can do. Faith yeah. without works is dead. See, and sometimes I do wonder because like
0: I have gone through phases of my life. So I'm not, I'm I'm not LDS anymore, but I have gone through phases in my life where I feel very spiritual and I feel very connected to this concept of MacTube. And then there are times in my life where I'm like, there's nothing. I'm full blown atheist. I do not believe in anything. There's no meaning. It's all random meaningless data. Um, And actually Beauty Lab is like, has kind of, uh, Broken that for me, where like now I'm seeing a lot more meaning in in things that have happened, and you know the destination and all of it. But I do wonder if like because I was raised LDS and with you know that it is it that's a big part of Mormon doctrine. Oh yeah, is you know
1: that that meaning you well, know that pro- being propelled to action. Yes, like all the faith in the world will not get you to heaven. You have to be propelled to action. You have to act on it. You have to serve. You have to work. You mm-hmm. have to make efforts. Yes.
0: Yeah, and I actually love that. Like, I am I, I like God that. God loves it's... you,
1: but he's not an enabler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that is kind of the opposite of that inshallah concept that my Arabic teacher really struggled with because for him, he did see that it, it bred complacency and just, well, I'm going to sit here and I'm not going to go through the hardships because if I'm going to get where I'm going to go anyway...
1: Why am I going to make it harder for
0: myself? Whereas I would more lean towards like MacTube
1: and manifest, right? We manifest our destiny. Um, We manifest our destiny by surrendering not only to the process of work Mm -hmm. and the process of developing our skill sets and kind of slugging through. You know, Mm -hmm. that whole process, you know, Building a house builds muscles. You know what I mean, like lifting yeah. rocks, like which is a meaningless act. Just I'm going to lift rocks all day, but I'm going to have muscles. I'm going to have dedication. I'm going to build character. Like all these things, like we can manifest our destiny, and hopefully end up at the tube point, but yeah. with uh, experience and knowledge and all of these things being toward are good. Because I think the Mormon equivalent would be, "Not my will, but thine." I mean, that's actually right. Christianity. That's New Testament, right? But yeah. We still there's a component that I think we were both raised with that is but you better get your button gear, you know? <laughs> yeah, you better go work, do yeah. the work. Yeah. You gotta work, 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 work. <laughs> so ultimately is um, I guess apophenia. If it makes you feel better, do it. <laughs> yeah. If if you know what, what's so wrong with
0: finding meaning? And this is what I say too about religion. Like, even though I choose not to be religious, I understand and would never shame someone for being religious. Right. Because if that is your truth, and that's what makes gives you meaning in your life and makes you a better person, why would I
1: ever tell you not to do that? Yeah, like why would I question, like, why does singing this hymn make me feel so good? You know, Or why does sure. going to church or sitting there, like, you don't want to have to explain that either. Yeah, You don't want to have to explain why you don't want to go, and you don't want to have to explain why you go. It's yeah. just like all... Do what we can do to get through this life, to find our treasure, yep. to seek out what's in our hearts. That's part of it too. Yeah, you know, for where your heart is—that's the scripture, right? For where your heart is, there will your, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I that's that's like para- that's a scripture, but it's oh, paraphrased. Okay, the yeah, but it's in the alchemist. Yeah, it's yeah. in the alchemist, yeah. but it's also in the Bible. Okay, well, but you're, that you're the fact, Bible scholar. Here. I am the scholar. I'm a the the close theologian. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's really. I don't really know if we made our point, but did we? I don't
0: know if there's really a point to be made other than just again, you do you. That seems to
1: be the underlying theme of everything that we that we preach here. Yeah. Kind of walk in grace with everything, with the pain, yeah, with the struggle, with the celebration, with the successes, and be present. Yeah. Be present and understand that like the your journey may be different, but your destination is written. Yeah. MacTube. MacTube. And hopefully your destination is Beauty, Thap, and Laser. <laughs> and Drether will be there to greet you. Yes, we will, always.
0: Okay, so let's talk about our Just the Tip this this week. So you and I have been experiencing often feeling very stressed about our personal maintenance. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. So our Just the Tip is to book your services per quarter or semi-annually or for the entire year because it's just easier when you have it booked out and then it's like on your schedule like I know like for my hair girl with Brittany like we just book out every eight weeks always and I can plan it and I know two months ahead of time like that's the Thursday
1: I'm going in and getting my extensions moved up and it's just easier you know what I mean yeah I think it's hard sometimes for us to like book it because we think we'll wait until we notice that we need it like in terms of lips mm-hmm. or Botox or whatever. But then then it takes us like 10 days to actually call, you know, yeah. like from the first moment you notice, oh, I have movement or, I'm, you know, my lips are deflating or whatever. And then you look at your current schedule and it's, you know, you're the you're last. You're already booked. Yeah, you're always yeah. the last, first thing to go off the list, mm-hmm. you know, or like your kid's you've arranged a play date or you've gotten, you know, involved in like the swim day or, you know, just something that you could have probably scheduled a different time, but now it's leaving your windows of opportunity completely restricted. And I just feel like as a mom, like we ultimately think, oh, when I have time, I'll go get a hydrofacial, but we will never have time. We'll never have time. And it's been interesting getting feedback from our customers because we've been so, um, we've all, like our labbers are our life and our you know, our friends. Yes. And so when customers have a, a no-show or forget to come or, like, something comes up, yeah. we've, you know, always been so just complete, oh, it's not a big deal, not a big deal. And then we had feedback from them saying, you know, the only leverage I have is that if I don't go, I'm going to be charged. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, they'll say, like, oh, honey, I have an appointment. Well, can you reschedule it? I can't. Like... I'll get charged. I'll get charged. Yeah. If you If you, like, want me to cancel or change it or you know, drive you to the mall, you know, like my daughters or something, like, it's going to cost me, you know, $100 or whatever. And we don't have $100 no-show fees, but we do have a $25 no-show fee, and we've been told to even get it higher because it's that, it's like the only thing that holds us accountable for ourselves, and it's for us, so we want that pressure. Totally. You know, I've never missed a lash appointment because I get charged regardless, Uh and that gives me the leverage with my family and with my own self to say, Yours... Yeah, you know, yeah. I can blow this off. You're right. Yeah. I might not be important. My skin might not be important. Like, all the things that we tell ourselves as moms, like, is a facial as important as my, you know, child's play date? In the grand scheme, no. But you can have both. Yes. So figure out a way. <laughs> and sometimes that accountability is, like, gives us permission to make the hard choice to take care of ourselves first. Yeah. And so our tip is to embrace no-show fees <laughs> and to... Put yourself on the calendar, book stuff out, and then if those are the big stones in the, you know, in the basket, you can fill all the small ones in around it.
0: Totally. And it is so true. Like, you just forget, like, oh, I did Botox three months ago. You just, you start noticing in the mirror, whatever. And if you had it, if, like, if you know that your Botox wears off in four months... And you're very lucky if, if it yeah. lasts that long for you. Um, but we have a lot of clients that do that, that will say like, oh, I know, like it's like clockwork, like my body is going to metabolize this filler and I'm going to need another mini lip plump in four and a half months. So let's go ahead and book it out. And it's done. Yeah. You know, and it's done.
1: And there's no danger in like getting your Botox a week early. You know, there's yeah. it's just, there's no danger in like... Staying on top of your game.
0: When we do this with laser too, a lot of times people will book like, you know, five weeks out and we'll say like, Hey, if your hair's not growing back after five weeks, call us, we'll bump it a week. Yeah. But then at least, at least it's like, you're reminded, you're aware of it. It's in your consciousness.
1: Yeah. And. Cause know. putting something on the calendar, like even if it's a hair date, like you always kind of know internally when it's coming, mm-hmm. but we don't tend to do that regularly with things that feel indulgent. Yeah. You know, like lips or cheeks or. Right. Facials. But your skin health is—it's crucial, and it's your so hydrofacial important. maintenance is crucial, and it's your laser is crucial. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. your Botox is crucial. These are <laughs> <It's> life-saving <laughs> devices.
0: <laughs> Antidepressants, as Megan would say. Yes,
1: truth. All right, so
0: so book book it, guys. Put it on the calendar.
1: Put yourself first on the list.
0: Yes. Okay. So let's move on. Uh, we had another beauty lab bash, but Heather felt very passionately
1: about. Yeah, I'm um, so <laughs> bash. I'm like been bashing all mornings. so I like to just bash mm. publicly, and I don't want to like pick on any specific business. So I, but I'm just gonna say that I go to this full service, nationally recognized car wash right by my house, and I always pay for the full full service. I pay for the extras, all the extras. Like I want. The everything I can get, down, the the armor yes, all, the, the, all I ever wanted was shine. everything, please. I want, and I even uploaded the seats so that they could get like the seats, and I'm willing to pay whatever it costs. But I go, and then they call you and say, "Oh, the Range Rover," and you walk out to your car, and it's hot, and there's like this 16 year old saying, "Does everything look okay?" And I have seen those assholes that are like nope and they like walk around and point things Uh out so guess what I'm never going to be that person right I'm never going to point it out (laughs) and be like you know what hand me the rag because I like the steering wheel to be dusted and the console to not have fry bits you know Mm -hmm. to just see like I mean it was absolutely took like a beach towel and just kind of do like a swipe swipe and I mean the steering wheel is the hub of the car <laughs> i need it to be completely dust free so i just don't feel bad about the 40 bucks i just spent to have you vacuum and do it and i think that what's going to happen is it's going to go two ways like car washes are going to just be maintenance exterior and then full detail because we've had a guy come out to the yeah. lab shout out to on-site detail we're we'll amazing you guys very yeah. soon it's worth it i mean how much more did i pay versus like thirty five with tip and if I paid him it was like uh, yeah. sixty five seventy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that like but the difference in the car being clean, like I could probably buy a value meal with just the change that's like all around the right. car floor still after being vacuumed and detailed by Yeah. I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> rhymes with Yeah. <laughs> car wash. <laughs>
0: but at some point, it becomes not even about the money. Like, the convenience of it and just having it done. Yeah. Like, on-site is
1: the best. Like all, I feel like all that happened today is it pointed out to me that I need to just do my car myself, and that's now adding to my anxiety mm-hmm. and my discomfort and my bashedness, because I'm pissed. Like, why did I spend 30 minutes there this morning? Yeah. If I could have done the same job in 15. Totally. So on-site, yeah, you suck sucked booper bonnet <laughs> and on-site detail like we're giving you a call yep best 75 bucks I've ever spent let's get them on a schedule so let's book it out for the year yes let's do it just get on a
0: regular schedule <laughs> all right so who is our beauty lover of the week it's one of my personal favorites.
1: Oh, I love her so much. She's like our own little personal charo, <laughs> um, salsa queen, salsa queen, salsa queen. We would say your real name if we could pronounce it. But do you know what? We know that she
0: actually legally changed her name to Salsa Queen.
1: So now it's she's. So, late, I mean, so we don't yeah. have to say Marba when, Zapata. Yeah. When, when she's down. on our
0: schedule. Yeah,
1: her medical records shall remain yeah. private. <laughs> <HIPA>. <laughs> But we all lovingly know her as Salsa Queen. Salsa Queen is a local celebrity. She is a single mom of seven children. She was a single mom of seven children when she started Salsa Queen, chopping Mm up homemade salsas in her kitchen. She's now a nationally recognized brand. She's got a huge following, and she's a true female entrepreneur. And just recently, she came out on on social media as a dyslexic (sighs) that is also colorblind. And she's telling us her story of... Saying, it doesn't mean I'm dumb. And she's saying these things in English, which is her second language. And it's so articulate. And just the fact that she's, she's... Like, girl, you do not have to explain yourself. (laughs) We are all impressed. You have started (laughs) a national company being of Salsa, which is color-based. Yeah. And she's colorblind and dyslexic and bilingual. It's like all of the things. And so cool. And so, Salsa Queen, you are inspiration to us. And you are our Beauty Lab of the Week. Because, not only because you bring us Salsa every time you come... But that helps. <laughs> so if someone's looking for a shout out here, you just have to bring us lots of treats and um, be our genuine friend. And yes. we're, we're easily sold.
0: We're and we're genuine huge fans of her. Like yeah. since the day that she first found us, we yeah. were all like enamored.
1: Like salsa so. queen, salsa queen is here. And your In food the
0: house. is so freaking amazing.
1: Yeah, the delicious, salsa delicious, is so good. We we're obsessed. Yeah. And but we just say salsa queen It's start in La Casa <laughs> <laughs> alright well
0: thanks everybody for listening and um, thanks to Bluehost for sponsoring the podcast
1: yet again check out Bluehost for all of your web hosting needs they yep. are our favorites and our, our biggest sponsor
0: yes we love you guys
1: um, alright well remember that the lab loves you and also that life is short by the lips by the lips bye, bye.